friends, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is Horror on the Orient Express. I will be your Game Master, and this is episode 92, which will be the finale of the entire campaign. So let's not dilly-dally any longer. Let's continue our journey into the darkness. All right, gentlemen. What are we doing? I assume you've all just finished reading the book and you are making plans for what to do next. You are in the, the, the restaurant at one end of the uh, thing. I do have one question. Um, is the last part of it says inaccurate version exclamation mark. This caused uh, Macriar's spirit to return from beyond and possess Arthur Bowman. Is that written in the same hand as the rest of the journal? Yes. Okay. Um, were we going to try to do the spell to turn the, the insides out of the people that have been using other people's bodies? Now that that's what you wanted to do. You you yeah. you want to go do that to everybody uh, currently in here to make sure that none of them are part of this brotherhood of the skin. Yeah, correct. And the actual spell is a ritual of cleansing that's going to cleanse who and stop what. Well, the. Um... The book here says that um, if I look back through it, it says um, that you have to uh, hold forth your hands and and say uh, "Yay, re alma." Right, that and, turns and if, the skin cold. If someone's used the magic to to disguise themselves, I guess they're gonna. That's not the ritual cleansing spell. That's the... Um, well, considering that the journal itself was actually far more extensive than what we just read yesterday, I'll answer the question. Uh, all of the... Uh, anyone who had touched the simulacrum along the way had become infected with a kind of wasting disease, slowly but surely, if they touched an arm, their arm began to ache. It became worse and worse. And then once Macriot had taken the simulacrum from them and merged with it, uh, their connection to it was severed. But the result was is that they were decaying fast. And they would only last about 100 hours before they would all just collapse into goo. Um, the ritual of cleansing removed that curse. So they were they had to get all the way back to to London before it, it they they died. Right. So I'm talking about the spell that if someone's using a body part you're that talking is, about is. You're talking about the spell of recall, which recalls yeah. the body parts from there. That's the second that's, uh, the, that's that's the spell I'm saying we do on these people. So if anyone's pretending to be someone they're not, they'll then be correct. shot out because from what he's just described, to me that sounds like what's why Milton's sick. Because he's touched the thing and he's rotting. You, you, you think? Because my, my takeaway from it was that um, 
what if what if someone's got a hold of this um, simulacrum thing and um, they found a way of taking limbs from other people and putting the curse on the limbs they've taken from other people instead of putting the curse on them. Or well, what if they're trying to rebuild it somehow? I mean, the book said that it was destroyed. What if they're trying to rebuild it? But didn't you say that you saw bits of it? Uh, well, we, we, we know we saw a corpse. A shriveled body. It was John that saw a, a piece of a statue. But he, is, he hasn't told us that. Oh. Oh. That's from saying his... No, I, I mentioned that at the very end of the last episode. Uh, right. Yeah. Which, which piece did you see? Uh, I didn't see which arm, but it was definitely an arm. Now, look, we, we know that the, the Macriat guy got, um, Jesus, I can't believe I'm even saying this. The Macriat guy got eaten by a god or something. Uh -huh. um, the vampire got killed on the train. Um, Do we know how he got killed? Yeah, the book says that uh, they managed to expose him to sunlight. Okay. So he could could have been the shrivel up corpse well, we found. The one, the one that it doesn't mention the end of. Um, I mean, it says that the uh, the Frenchman, the Duke de the, the, the French Duke, they 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 stabbed him in his heart, and then pushed his body from the train. I mean, and it does seem to me that they had some specialized items along the way too. I'm just, I'm just thinking that if this French Duke guy, if he had all these magical powers, couldn't he maybe have healed himself from a, an injury like that? I mean, he's supposedly like using other people's body parts to live forever. Wouldn't he have just done that and healed himself? And that's a good there? point. I mean, equally, you could say that. I mean, if if we're seeing people from the past who died on the train, then the vampire who died on the train could come back through that. Yeah. Um. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe uh, Macriat. I mean, what uh, this Macriat guy, like, I mean, I, I don't know what, what, what happens when, when, a, um, when, what happens when a God crushes you? Where do you, where do you go? Can you, can you come back? Or, I mean, well, those are, those are definitely unknowns and, and this is all very unknown. And well, the other thing well, we've, we've realized is that we're not in the same place. Here's what I'm wondering rather than 
assume that nothing was destroyed because you know this this simulacrum was smashed well not smashed it was crushed like paper i don't know where the residual parts ended up i don't know does the diary say the bits were on the floor it disappeared into thin air i don't know but perhaps it might be they said they were looking for members of the cult is it more possible that somebody back there found whatever spell it is that the Frenchman knew about and used it on themselves to extend you know, I, I think, and I now think they're getting might. into a position where they're trying to recover I, I think this, we might be barking up the wrong tree trying to find out um, who mm -hmm. because I think it's more of a case of why. I mean, if you look at what's happened to this train, it's it's like we've been pulled out of the real world. Mm. And there are people from the, the, the past keep appearing on the train. And I mean, with, with the soldiers outside, they're from even further in the past than the train is. Yeah. Um, so I don't understand that bit at all, but what if someone, and I'm not sure it really matters who, but someone wants this simulacrum, but the simulacrum got destroyed. So the only way to get the simulacrum is to go back before it was destroyed. And so what if this section of the train is just the, the bits that were there wow. in 1923 and and that's the the rest of the train is just carrying on to to them this bit of the train disappeared and and we're the mystery because wow. I, I don't i don't think we're in the real world i i think we're we've been i don't know pulled out of whatever and Karen definitely here. Oh, she, she, she's very positive. We're not in the real world. We're between the worlds somewhere. It's and just if you want to, she'll, she'll kind of do a little diagram on the t on the thing. Uh, where I don't know, but it doesn't surprise me that we are there, and I still think we're left with a who, and that who we can make all sorts of suppositions as to their why. <laughs> is they are about their business and I'm thinking it's more likely to be somebody who survived and managed to regenerate enough power to themselves to make the attempt okay so what we need to decide though is what, what we need to decide is what we're going to do about our situation are we going to use the spell that I, that I, I mentioned that is going to recall body parts that are being used by someone that it doesn't belong to which will then bring those people out and we know who they are. Are we, um, we also talked about going and checking on the chalk markings underneath the beds to see if any of them have been changed or if Gary's one has been put back or anything like that. Um, we now know John has seen one of the, 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 the parts in the foregone. So do we go back and check there more thoroughly to see if we can find more of them? Do we search the train for the one that he saw? Well, he um, saw we also know John Milton is gone yeah 
but he saw a part that just like all the other apparitions disappeared. See, I'm not convinced it was an apparition though. And we don't That's what I'm saying. Well, listen, listen, listen to this bit from the, from the journal, right? Before you read it, just a moment. Um, the other people on the train. <clears throat> Damn, they're starting and, to notice us. <laughs> uh, well, no, they're not really noticing you. However, uh, uh, Henri and Chantel, uh, Wanda and Marissa, uh, Rene, Lars, Fabian, and Faustino, just sitting here doing nothing makes them very antsy. And they're starting to just sort of move around. Somebody goes to the kitchen to get some food. Somebody gets a drink. Uh, they're, they're, somebody wants to go outside and smoke. Uh, things like that are starting to happen. Um, uh, Gonzaga, Faustino, uh, he is like, uh, he's like, I, I needed to go to my room uh, I have medicine I need to take. Medicine. Well, you're not going anywhere. But I, but no, I must George, take my medicine. I do not care. No, George, no. George, no. You got no but authority to tell anybody. Last, last one who, last people who left, who you have Hawkins no under the bed, died. Both I will tell you what we'll do. Okay? You can't tell people what to do and then do exactly the same thing. We've been running off all over the place at, at our will. Just as much as those other folks have. Well, perhaps one of you can come with me. Perhaps exactly. uh, Mr. Exactly. I will come along there with you. We've already spoken how I feel you're at risk. So I'll and, uh, and, and if the murderer comes after me, uh, what are you going to do to defend me? <laughs> she holds up her head. I don't have the strength, but I can scream. Well, uh, yes, you can scream. Uh, my head is a gone and... Uh, and uh, 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 who is the biggest and strongest among you? <laughs> I agree, Gonzaga. I agree. All right, I'll come with you two. Make you feel better. That that will make me feel better. Yes. So, you guys are all still you. there, deciding what you're going to do. But George is going to go with. If you see anything That's weird, me. just stop looking at it. It will probably go away. <clears throat> Um, so th those guys leave. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so I sort of say to John and and Gary, who's I'm assuming sitting there reading the book. Um, I I say, okay, you know they're gone. And uh, John, how do you feel about doing this this spell, the spell of recall? Yeah, I mean it seems pretty straightforward. I think my my biggest frustration is, I mean, this is a ton of information we're going through, and yet we sit here and, as far as I know, none of us have any idea how to get out of this place. That's that's well, that's what I'm saying as well. I mean, if, if what we've learned, all this information is, is true, then A, doing this spell will prove that it is 100% true and that this is a thing, and we'll know who the bad guy or who these people are, and we can maybe at least, you know, threaten to do more damage or whatever the case may be, unless they take us back or tell us how to get back or, or whatever the case may be. I mean, I, what I'm, I'm a bit like you. I want to move forward. I want to do something instead of sitting here discussing who it is and where we are and stuff. I, I really couldn't give less of a shit. I just want to get back home to the real world 
mm-hmm. and alive and and, and 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 stuff like that. I don't care if this is the the vampire or meerkat or whoever who the hell he was. You know that doesn't bother me in the slightest. And and I mean I don't mean offense by this, but I was just sitting here listening to y'all speak about vampires and statues and spells, and I'm I'm just shaking my head. I mean, is this where we're at? I mean, I, I granted we this is a lot of weird stuff happening, and we've seen some, for lack of a better word, ghosts. But are we putting are we putting our lives and our faith in the hands of a book that we just found in the well, and again, case in point, perfect fact then. If we do this spell and it doesn't work, then you're 100% right. It's, it's, it, you're completely, and I 100% agree with you, it's a butter mumba jumbo and we can move on. You, you didn't, with, with the greatest uh, respect, um, you, you didn't see what, what we saw out there in the... In the, the soldiers woods. and stuff, I mean, yeah. There were, there were 18th century soldiers without faces and i mean look i know i know what reenactment looks like those those were real those were real uniforms and we saw the the little girl with no face crying you 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 know we um when i found this book it had the bodies of oscar and enzo next to it and both of them had their legs missing and their mouths were gone not like stitched up or anything they were just like skinned over like they just weren't there you know and you know what gets me this bit in the book where it says talk, talking about that french duke character mm-hmm. it says um from the description the man had not aged a day he was a sorcerer in every sense of the word he had even shaped a pocket of the dreamlands to his will creating a shadow lausanne a nightmare where he reigned as the jigsaw prince yeah so that's that's talking about a guy like making like some sort of pocket of i don't know what but it kind of sounds like this yeah i agree i agree well maybe well how do you you two feel about doing the recall spell now before karen and george who are the ones who have the problem with the spell being performed how how do you guys feel about doing that now on the people that are in here uh, who, who do we do it on? Well, we've got the, a room full of the people here now. I think it's a good idea. And a part of me is like, yeah, just everybody. Um, the, I mean, the you, one you thing think, I was just going to say, who's, you said someone you, stepped into the kitchen. If we do the spell now, it's going to kill them. So if we want to get information first, like how to get out of here, we probably should be pretty sure as to whether or not. Yeah, but we won't know if they're one of them until we, uh, until until we, we do it. it. <laughs> we don't, but that's the thing, if there's, if there's more than one. Be, maybe if you, if you kill them and, and they did a, like a, a magic spell, um, maybe if you kill them, it, 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 it undoes it all. It breaks the spell. It breaks the dream, yeah. Could be. I mean, like I'm just going by fairy tales, you know. But uh, hell, look. I mean, look where we are, man. I mean, look at look at everything else that's happened. I mean, come on, it's worth it. I mean, we might as well. Did you say someone just walked into the kitchen? Uh, yeah. 
Uh, Lars walked into the kitchen. Lars walked in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I so said, what was the name of the French Duke, the Jigsaw Prince or whatever? The Duke, uh, Jean Florissant de Sassant. Okay. Yeah. What, what the, what the funny ghost <laughs> voice in the sky said. Okay. What if, okay. I so say Lars just walked into the kitchen by himself. What if we follow him in there, said that name, see how he reacts. And if he reacts strangely, then we can do the spell on him. Because only someone who, who like only the person's going to know, will know that name. I'll, I'll give you at least a little bit something else because the, the text probably makes it fairly clear that the spell, if you do it on somebody who's not a brother of the skin with this sort of magical transformation, does nothing. Yeah, so it's, it just it means they're fine. Yeah. Is there, is there anything to suggest that it has to be done like on one person at a time? or Can, can we, we just do it and it does everyone? Stand at one end of a railway carriage and do it. Did that question come up in the old game? No. Oh, well, and, and no, it's not. It doesn't say anything about that. So it could work. <laughs> Although it says you have to face the person. Well, I remember we. I mean, if we're in a railway carriage and it's a long, thin. Yeah. Then sure. I remember when we first did it, because um, we were all suspecting one another, and we did it. Didn't we do it individually? Like. Yes, we did. Yeah, Frank. Frank did. Because, if correct me if I'm wrong, was there is there a downside to, is there a danger to casting a spell? I don't remember. You lose magic points for doing it. Okay. But as he also just said that it's made clear that if we do it on someone who's not the person, they're fine. They don't get hurt. Because that here's the other thing. I literally just thought of this. If we get everyone in the room and we do it on one person, the person who is the culprit is going to be pretty fucking worried by the time we get to them. So they're going to be visibly shaken when we start doing the spell. Uh, Jeff, do a intelligence roll. Ooh, nope. Okay, never mind. I have, I have a thought about elephants in the refrigerator. I don't know why. <laughs> Well, how about this? So, okay, I'm not disagreeing with you, Ryan. I think maybe we should go check on Lawrence real quick, but I just want to get my two thoughts out. Mm -hmm. Uh, We need to check the foregone to see if the arm is still there. Okay. We don't don't know for certain whether or not it was just a vision or a ghost or whatever. Uh, I agree, yeah. My only other thing at the top of my list is where's Milton? He's the only one that keeps disappearing. He's the only one that's acting weird. It's like all the fingers to me are pointing at him. And right now, we don't know where he is. Well, we could go check his room because it's on the way to Foregone. And then we can go thoroughly check the Foregone to see if we... Because everyone's talking about the, the arm you saw was an apparition. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Whereas I, I, I don't... I, I think it's possible that there was enough time from when you guys left and us coming in that it was moved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with John on this. This Milton guy. Yeah. He found the trains. He rebuilt mm-hmm. the trains so that they were all like they were in the 20s. He and he's been the sick. competition. He got us all here. At least two of us 
that we know of have some kind of connection with people who were involved with this thing. Yeah. And I mean, or, Gary, you've got more to worry about than any of us because you're the one who's got chalk written under your bed. All right, let me jump ahead I, to... Uh, I've, I've just thought of something. Um, go ahead. Uh, we, we need to go and find them right now. Okay. We got to ask that guy something. Um, but let's, let me move ahead. Now you guys have been talking for 10 minutes. So George has been gone for 10 minutes. Um, George, you're, you're walking with Faustino and he's, uh, and Karen, he's a very large man. So there's like, you can, you can't even really see around him as he's going, but he's, he's chatting with you as you're going. And he says, he says, Oh, Mr. Tucker, he says, you know, it's a, yeah, I, I am so glad you came with me because, uh, this is very important medication that I take. Now, what is it for? Oh, uh, well, you see, it's a non-rejection it, uh, medication. Uh, non-rejection? I, for what? Well, uh, you can see I am not a thin man, no? He what, says, you get a, uh, a heart uh, transplant or something? I, I, yes, I also like to do a lot of drinking, and my liver, she is shot, and uh, I had a replacement uh, like six months ago, and I am taking a rejection medication to uh, keep my body from, you know. I'm going to die someday, but I don't want to die yet. So he gets to his, uh, he gets to his uh, room and he opens it up and he says, hey, just a moment. And he goes inside and he pulls out a little case and unzips it and pulls out the medication and it's just pills. And uh, he takes a couple of the pills and he says, I should have brought a glass of water. We can go back to the kitchen. And then he just turns around and come back with you. All right, take take just take the case with you. Let's go. Let's go back. Just, just grab all of it. So he just brings the case with them and starts following you back. All right, I'm, I'm so constantly kind you of. You guys are going to meet right at the kitchen. Justice Faustino is going to want to go in and get a glass of water. Hopefully, oh, um, it's not blood. Senor, Senor Faustino, um, si. uh, I'm, I'm sorry to bother you, but um, I, I was, I know that given everything that's gone on, this is a kind of, kind of going off on a tangent, but um, I just wanted to be over. I, I was just wondering, um, I don't suppose you have ever had any, any relatives who, uh, Traveled on the Orient Express. Oh yes, uh, uh, my whole family is you know from Europe and the Orient Express. Uh, she's been around a long time. Uh, we had money. I see. Um, and Faustino is um, that's that's that, that that's always been your family name. You mean Gonzaga? Gonzaga. Sorry, my my mistake. Which has always been my family name. Why I don't understand the question. It's, uh, there was there was never a um, a, a Vigo or no, not that I know of. Oh. Well, you know, I kind of had a theory about why people were getting killed on this train, but I. I guess that doesn't work out. 
All right, should we um, should we go check the foregone? Well, and he goes to get a glass of water, and water comes out instead of blood. Oh, that's good. He takes his medication. <laughs> now, I'm going to kind of whisper to, to Gary. Now, I know you're working on a theory, but as it turns out, um, our friend in the kitchen there has a had some organ transplants. He's taken anti-rejection medication. You think that's any at all related to the the stealing of, of body parts from other people? Well, I I don't think that these. Um... What did they call the Brotherhood of the Skin guys? Um, I, I, I don't think they uh, they have any problems with rejection. I think they just take them and, and that's that. And, unless someone does this spell on them. Um, Aaron's kind of had a little kind of look of epiphany perhaps but she doesn't want to say anything in front of anybody else uh, wh where, where were you guys off to before gone what, what are you chicken for in there we're trying to see if we can find the arm well we I thought we we opened up a lot of those cases we didn't find any arms I can't remember. Did we open all of them? And there's a hundred cases. Yeah, nah. We 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 didn't get through all of it. I mean, there's, there's we also we got stopped because we heard the screen. Uh, there's actually um, there was luggage in there that doesn't belong to anybody on this part of the train. Mm. There was a whole rest of the train. <laughs> yeah. But um, we got we got stopped because um, we heard the scream outside. Well, at least we won't want for clean underwear. Yep. Oh yeah, you will. <laughs> I, 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 let, let, let's just—I don't know—just uh, sitting around. We're not getting any closer to getting out of this damn place. So we, let's just go. Well, are we? Uh, do we have a little distance from us and the other passengers yet? Well, except for Gonzago, who is sort of just joined your group because he's standing there. He's taking this medication. He's got a little glass of water, and he just hasn't gone back to sit down yet. He's listening to you all. I do not know what you're talking about. My English is not so good. <laughs> yes. Well, basically, Karen's kind of looking at Gonzaga and, yeah. I'm thinking you are one of the going to be one of the victims. I told you this before, and that is why I took Mr. George with me. Yes, well, I don't forget I went too. So um, I think perhaps if you are in the dining and restroom with several other people, you will be safe. I will stay here. That sounds like a good idea, and then I'll wait for him to go down there and wait for the other four of the other oh, four. Oh, um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Gonzago, um, just just before you <laughs> just before you go, um, I'm going to recite the spell at him. Yeah, and I'm I'm going to hold my hands out like that and say, uh, 
Yay, Re Alma! He just looks at you very strangely and he's like, It is all right, guns, Mr. Gonzaga. It's, it's one of those strange thing. American, Native American. I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I, mis I mistook it's you for a brother a of the craft. My, um, my when, it's a, it's when he does that, I watch everyone else who's in the room, like in the dining room's reaction to see if anyone reacts to him doing that. I don't think we were in the we were that close. No, we, we weren't in there. He was on, he was on his way back to the dining room. Okay, yeah. cool. So no one saw it. Okay, that's yeah, fine. No, that's, yeah. that's what I wanted to do before he left. So it's yeah. Like, yeah, I'm just going to sort of explain. It's, it's probably one of those Native American prayers, yeah. prayers and blessings. So I, I'm so, sorry, buddy. I, I thought you were a fellow Shriner. <laughs> Four deep. <laughs> All right, so we head off to the Right, before you start heading off, and we are in love, Aaron's going to suggest, look, if you use the spell and nothing happens, you don't know if it's real or not. That's the first thing. So be careful about doing that. And also not tipping our hand to what we may have if this is accurate that is my suggestion what you do is entirely up to you but that is my suggestion secondly this has got a lot to do with the skin you realize we have a plastic surgeon on board uh, so it's him. Lars yeah Dr. Weiss not Lars Lars is an engineer oh Right. Yeah, in fact, at this point, because you're all standing, well, you're, you're just a little ways, uh, we'll say that uh, uh, <laughs> Dr. Weiss, um, Dr. Weiss just suddenly stands up and he says, excuse me, but uh, what are we supposed to do? We, we feel strange just sitting here. We... we it is, we know there's danger, but are we just going to sit here and we don't tell well, us? What, what else do you suggest doing, Doctor? I mean, if you stay here, if everyone, if, you, if we all keep together in large groups, then, then we, we know that we're going to be safe. But I think we need to find a way out of here. Well, there's the thing, you see. Um, Perhaps some of them can come with me and we will go in the other direction and see if he finds the soldiers like we did before. I mean, we know not to pass them, but it's the danger. Only the person who's going around killing people, removing their limbs, that's the only thing that comes to mind. I, I think we might be better off waiting till daylight. What daylight? I don't know what time it is. It's now what, like maybe, we'll just say 6 p.m. I'd like to do a psychology role. <coughs> it Weiss. looks the same outside, however. I'd okay. definitely like to do a psychology role. I'm kind of looking at Dr. Weiss now. Okay. I've kind of raised a suspicion in my mind that this is okay. a plastic surgeon. And, oh, I failed abysmally, 92. Never mind. Can't read really it. He seems sincere. Well, what do we do? You say you're going to the foregone? Is that what I heard you say? Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Murder Hobo. Because <laughs> <your> last name. <laughs> Mr. Highfield. 
Uh, you're going to stay here, yeah? Uh, I wasn't planning on it. I'm going to go check the foregun. Oh, I thought you were going to curl up in the corner again like you did before. Uh, <laughs> he says, well, well, perhaps uh, Monsieur uh, Violette and Monsieur Faber can come with me and we'll go check and see. Check and see what again? What check and see. Well, we only walked in that direction. Maybe we should walk in this direction. I don't know. You can do what you want. We're going to go check the foregone. Hmm. I should, I should point out that um, when the murder of the other two took place, the doctor was with us. Good point, yeah. The other two were murdered when, um, when the doctor was with us. Where is John Milton at this point? Is he in the... Uh, we don't know. He's disappeared. He went out with Enzo and um, Oscar. Oscar to smoke. Right. So they've. We know they're dead. And he's still missing. I'm having a hard time keeping track of people too. Um, is he the only person that we don't know where they're at? Correct. Yeah. Is he the only person right now that we don't have a visual on? In other right. words, like like Antine's not in her room, and we we know she's there. She's just not here. Correct. Everybody is in this room. Everybody that we know is here, except no. How how about this for a suggestion? Um, we go back. We search the foregone. Um, and from there, having searched that, we work our way forward through the entire train. We smash open every door. We look in every cupboard, every closet. We check everywhere until we get to the other end of the train. Yep. And we find Milton. All right, saying that we do that before on our way to the foregone, because we're going to pass everywhere anyway. Why waste the time? That's a good point. Start the scene and just go down. Yep. Okay. Actually, Mr. Farber, uh, you did suggest an idea. And I think perhaps Dr. Weiss is quite right. How about you, I, and Renee go and check the train? Because I want to, I'm curious about these breakers outside, and certainly we can have another look around outside. And that would leave Dr. Weiss here uh, to supervise out the passengers. Yeah, well, we. You know, I get to understand your security. You want us all to stay here to be safe, but we could all starve to death. What if we're here for a month? Mm-hmm. The sooner yeah. we find a way out, the sooner there must well, be a way I, out. I am thinking that... If there's a way in, there must be a way out. Reports of what is ahead and either side and behind. <laughs> we do have an idea of what's below, but not above. Um, Riley's getting sick of all this discussion, so he's yeah, just gone like, guys, I'm just going to go start destroying the rooms to find stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, buddy. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to take my hammer. Yeah. Crowbar. Um, <laughs> that's, that's fine, uh, because now that she's kind of got a suspicion here, she's not too sure if the key to getting out of here is the train and not the surrounding area. Okay. 
but are you talking to them about that or they've all walked no, away? They're, they're, if they've gone, they've gone. They, this is, I just want the keeper to know what's going on in my brain. Okay. Um, so I think uh, you, you get the impression really that, that Lars and uh, a lot of the other ones just want to get up and walk around some, you know. So let's go outside and check the breakers on the train. Maybe vote Wanda off. And some of the rest of you, you can see us through the window. If, if anything happens, yeah, you can see us. Mm -hmm. If you see a crazy man or woman coming at us from the woods, yeah. So, all right. So Karen and Dr. Weiss and who else? Uh, Lars? And Renee. And Renee. No, Dr. Weiss is going to stay. Lars, uh, wait, Monsieur Faber, uh, the train expert, Renee, and you are going to go. Fab, uh, Weiss, Gonzaga, uh, Marissa, Wanda, Shantine, and Henry are going to stay. Can I make a suggestion or a request? V, see. Can, can we agree to only use first names or only use last names? Okay. I'm getting yeah. confused. Yeah. First names. <laughs> All right. Only the first Thank names. Well, do you think you're on first name basis with me now? <laughs> this. I don't I'm know. Smith. He didn't hear that. We're, we're out smashing the room. Though. He's just saying <laughs> yeah. that to us. He's like, All right. we need to stick to first names. So the first name, you, the first room you come to is Antonio Abelas. Mm -hmm. And you're going to. Have we already uh, broken that open? Let's say that it's going to take you, here. what, 20 minutes to thoroughly go through his room? Okay. Oh, I'm, not in, I'm not interested in thoroughly going through rooms. No, I'm just purely looking for John Milton. Oh. Yeah, we're just smashing doors open, opening closets, open, getting into the yeah, bathroom. If we can see. So, and, and, yeah. once, and once we've opened those doors, we leave them open so that when we're coming back from the other direction on the train, we can just look yeah. in. Okay. Yeah, oh, we're doing well, the idea is more to just eradicate any potential hiding place so that we can quickly yeah. search the way back. So that if, no if you discuss that intention at all, um, uh, you find that, uh, that Renee is like, please, please, no, 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 don't smash the train. It's like... Uh, oh, no, we, we left before. Oh, we yeah. well, have, you got a, have you got a pass key that yeah. we can use? He does have a pass key. He'll give you the pass key. <laughs> okay, sweet. <laughs> He's so concerned about his precious little train. Already been cut off from the rest of the train, like literally cut in half. <laughs> it's just an instinct. Uh, so if you want, he tosses you the keys. That'll make it easier okay. for you to. All right. Well, whoever has the keys can have an easy time with that. But I have my axe, so I'm just gonna... yeah. All right. So uh, we'll we'll give it. You're going to go rather quickly. Then we'll say. And I'm also checking all under the beds again to see if they've moved. So you are going to check in the rooms. Okay. I mean, I'm checking it a little bit, not like a thorough thing, but right. also I'm trying to see if anyone's head in the arm. Yeah, we're not looking in drawers or stuff. Anywhere just as big let's enough say, to hide. Let's say three minutes. Around. Yeah. All yeah. right. So you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Twenty rooms. So. Six. 
20 spot hidden rolls. That's good. No, I mean, cause you're not spot hiddening. You're just opening <laughs> yeah. up the door to see if Milton's in there. Yeah. So it's going to take you almost an hour. Well, it doesn't seem right. I'm going to say a half an hour. What if we half split it too? Like just have one person go down and unlock all the doors and then we can all each check the room. That's a good call. We just split the time and I'm just trying to find a time to add to it. So half an hour. Yeah, half an hour. Yeah. All right, that, that works. Uh, and uh, we'll split, we'll jump ahead half an hour. You find nobody in any of the rooms or bathrooms or anything. Okay. Well, and, and so now you're at the foregone and then we'll come back to you. All right, Karen, uh, you and Lars and Renee go outside. Uh, Renee knows a little bit about the maintenance, but not much because he doesn't do that job. But Lars knows everything about this train. And um, we're going to go down one side and presumably around. Right. But what I'm asking Lars in particular is, you know, is there any way of checking what the battery drain is or anything else like that? And in particular, is there anything attached or on this train that is not in place? Okay. So that's what he's looking for. Um, he tells you that there are monitors for the batteries, but they were up in the front of the train. Mm -hmm. And so they've all been cut off. We don't have any idea how long the batteries will last. Mm -hmm. However, the batteries should last seven hours uh, with, without a charge. You would have been stopping along the way. Um, or you would have also been re receiving a charge, I think, from the rails themselves. I'm not sure how that works, but and basically we still got power. We've been here for longer than seven hours. Gary says no, so I think he probably knows something that I don't. No, they're, 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 you don't have elect electrified rails on oh. um, intercity trains. trains. Okay, um, you have overhead power cables, or you just have open lines. Okay. Uh, let, let's change that then, let's say, uh, 27 hours, <laughs> the battery. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, uh, but are there any sort of, is, is there anything that's been attached to this train that really shouldn't be there? Is there markings on it? Is there a, a device attached? No, and he, he, he says, quite honestly, he says it's in pretty good condition. It's been restored very nicely. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, he, he qualifies that by pointing out technology that's been added to it that uh, the plumbing, this, this is all wrong because the plumbing was modernized, um, but uh, looking underneath and stuff. But he says there's nothing wrong with the train. It's exactly what it should be. So nothing unusual on the train whatsoever. Well, I'm certainly going to spend the half hour going up one side and down the other. No. Maybe look out into the, into the mist now and again. However, Karen, do a listen rule. Yeah, I just do a listen. Okay, listen. Uh, that is a hard okay as you are coming back down the other side of the train from the uh the opposite side that they searched earlier um you think at first you can hear uh like a foot footfall on gravel off in the distance. But the more you listen, the more it sounds like many footfalls on gravel and they're in unison there. 
Sounds like soldiers marching. Does it? Hmm. Karen thinks it might be a good idea to board the train again. And, of course, I don't know which side the steps are on between the carriages. They're on the other side. They're, They're on, on the other now. side. So we can actually kind of clamber between the wheels, but before she goes out, she'll just take a look into the distance. Okay. You can't see it's foggy. Yeah. So, yeah, get up on the stairs and get Renee and, and um, uh, Lars up on board. And I will certainly come, and I'm just going to observe the distance from where, the, from where this marching is coming from. Okay. You can look out the windows if you wanted to get back on. Yeah. All right. The others, uh, you've, you're at the fork on what you want to do. Uh, so I was, I pretty much know where I was standing when I was waiting for the whole Antine thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll go to where I, where I saw the arm and the luggage. Let's see if it's still there. Doesn't seem to be that there's any trunk. There. Is it the same place where I saw the body? Yes. I was, and I, so I say, this is where I saw the body, the case with the body. Is the luggage gone, or are you saying just the arm is gone, or? I'm like, saying is there a space? There. There's no trunk there. See, there's that's no why it's not there. that. That's what I'm saying. The tr the trunk has been moved. <laughs> or or the trunk was from the past. Right. That that's another possibility. I was kind of worried about. Um. I think do I remember what the trunk looked like? Is. Yeah, and it did look like an old steamer trunk. And I look. Can I go through the like? the racks and stuff and see if there's any trunks that look that, that, that look like the trunk. Uh, yeah. Uh, you don't find anything like that. Okay. Can I describe my trunk to Riley to see if we saw the same trunk, just different contents? Yeah. You, there were, there were stickers on the outside of the trunk. Uh, you saw Paris and you saw, uh, you think maybe Lausanne and, Maybe there were a couple of others, Milan. And so we saw Riley the same. Saw the same trunk. Okay, so we we know no, we saw the same trunk, but with different contents. And George, you saw the you saw the trunk as well. You saw the corpse as well, right? Unfortunately, I did. Yeah. Okay. So we've definitely seen the same trunk, different contents, and the space where the trunk was, it's now just an empty space the trunk has itself gone correct it's not been replaced with a modern trunk or anything like that no okay okay um well since there's no trunk that that matches up with the one we saw and I don't think there's any, they could have moved the trunk off the train or do we search the foregone, go through and search it all? We haven't found Milton right, unless he's we, hiding in here somewhere. And we heard somebody screaming, but they stopped. We never wa walked into that That's tunnel. true. We never, we never did find the source of the scream. The woman's scream, yeah. I kind of thought maybe that was another one of these um, things from the past. Yeah, let's call them things from the past because I, I, I sure as hell don't want to start calling them ghosts. 
That's maybe a step too far. Um, ah, because I don't think we've got the time to to search through all these all this luggage because there's no luggage that match up to the one we saw. I'm I'm more interested in in finding Milton. All right, let's. Well, I, why I don't think, we say, I think that guy needs to answer some questions. Right, well, what do, if we go outside? Two of us quickly search the tunnel, and other the others start looking underneath the train. And then we'll reach back up, and yeah, how's that sound? About the time that you guys are making that decision, you think you can hear something outside the train that sounds like people marching. Um, I go to the the back of the foregone gone and look out the window. All right. What you see coming out of the, uh, the tree area, mm. uh, not too far from the tunnel, are a bunch of men. Uh, they're not dressed in French colonial uniforms. They're all dressed in black. And there are eight of them. And one of them is in the front. Well, there's nine of them. One of them is in the front. And uh, the one in the front stops and he turns back towards them and he yells something at them in Italian. Okay. Do you know Italian? No. Uh, I know Latin. Aaron does. Uh, a little. No, I don't. But you're, you're over at the end. I don't know what That's okay. Um, I... I um, I kind of step back from the window, go back to the guys, run back, and I say, and I describe to them exactly what what's been happened. Can I recite what I heard to them? You can as get an actor. You say it sounds something like this. Yeah, like as an actor, I'm just like reciting the what I heard through. Um. Do any of you got? Did you any of you know Italian? You said you know Latin. Um, Gary, why don't you do a? Well, do a Latin roll. The best you're going to get is a as a guess. Yeah. I got twenty nine out of sixty, so that's a hard. The gist of what you think they're saying is something along the lines of uh, check all of their papers. Um, I, I'm not sure. I think he's, it's, it's someone saying check their papers or. Um, um, can I describe the uniform to Gary to see if it would make any sense of historically? The first thing that comes to mind, Gary, is black shirts. It, it kind of sounds like the fascists, the, the, the black shirts. At this Damn. point, you can hear the marching coming closer to the train. Ah, can we move something up against yeah, the Yeah, I think door? we should go. Well, Mr. Tucker, let's hope your, uh, your previous advice about them just disappearing holds up. I, I hope it does too, but. Can we try and hide ourselves 
in the foregone. Okay. Under some luggage and stuff. You think you can hear them going by outside. Um, Karen, you're up front. And as you're looking out of the window and looking down towards the noise, uh, you see them sort of emerge out of the fog and they're walking along the side of the train heading towards the front of the train or the front that there is. <laughs> the front that there is. Interesting. They're going to have to go around to the other side of the train in order to get onto it. Oh, okay. Same as you did. Um, now, of course, some of the other people on the train look out the window and they see these people coming as well. And they all look rather intimidating. They do have faces. Mm. Right. I, I think we need to find I think, our, uh, I think our friend, Mr. Gonzago. Sit down quietly on one of the seats and await developments. Okay. Um, well, after a couple of seconds, they come around the front and uh, uh, they stop. And the first one gets on board uh, the train. And as he steps up into the train, he looks down and he, he begins, you, you say you don't understand Italian. So in Italian, what he says is, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to check your passports. Uh, please have your documentation ready. Uh, we don't want any trouble. We're looking for someone. So he takes a step to the side and the soldiers start coming up. And they look kind of aggressive, you know, and uh, the, the, the people are all looking at one another kind of. What the hell is this all about? And uh, Lars goes up. Is Lars with him? F uh, Fabian is with you. Fabian's there. And he says, look here. What, what is this all about? We, don't, we want to know where we are. How did you get here? How did we get out? And the guy's like, oh, German. And uh, uh, he's like, papers, papers, please. He's like, well, I don't have my papers. My papers are in my room. You know, they start to get into this fight. Uh, do you want to do anything or they don't understand each other i'm gonna let laws go on this one all right well they start to get rather abusive with him and the other soldiers once he the first guy starts to get abusive they start to become quite abusive too and one comes up to you and he's like uh, papers in italian and I'm going to look at him vacuously and point to the door that they came through and say, it's in the other half of the train, which is missing. And he's like, what do you mean the train is missing? And you need to come and look. And we walk up there and I'll show him the outline of that and said, the engine's missing. What kind of funny uh, business is this? And then I'm just going to look at him equally vacuously and go, Well, they start to harass the people in the front of the train. Let's go to the back of the train again. Mm -hmm. uh, what are you guys doing? John, where are you? Are you in the front of the train? No, I was in the foregone looking for the... You're with them. Okay, you're back there. Yeah. So, 
do we go check the other side of the woods? I, I don't know. That's the only place we haven't checked. Uh, you guys can hear down at the other end of the train the noise, the talking. And you know something's going on. You're pretty sure the soldiers went that way. Oh, nobody's screaming, so. Yeah, and I ain't going near, anywhere near them. Those guns, may, they may be things, but those guns looked pretty real. Were they armed? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, there was no description I heard that said they were armed. Uh, they said soldiers. So. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of guys going for a walk. <laughs> well, it might just be thugs. Yeah. So we're talking true. about sidearms. We're not talking rifles and machine guns, are we? Mm. Just sidearms. Yeah. Um, I'm enough to, for me to stay away from them. Let's go. Yeah, let's just go check the woods, maybe. Yeah, let's go the other side of the woods, see if we or can. Maybe we should take a quick look into the tunnel. Yeah, we can do that on the way quickly. Just run over. Because it's not that far from where we are. Uh, Karen, we'll jump back to you for a moment. Karen, um, the Italians are saying, look, this is all, everybody is out of order. We need everybody off the train. Everybody outside and line up. And at that point, they start to force people up out of their seats. They'll pull them out of their seats. and Actually, is he a sergeant or whatever? Officer? I don't know. Could I see your identification? Exactly what department do you work for? Uh, he's like, I'm I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm asking the questions. He says, get off the train. Go outside. We need to question you all. We're looking for a, an escaped prisoner. Oh, man or woman? It's a man. Get off the train. Come on. I'm not here to answer your questions. Go. And he, they start forcing you all, uh, all of uh, you guys off the train. Don't you stand with the others? Okay. So they're going to line you up in front of the, uh, on the side of the train, just outside the door. Um. So how about the rest of you? You guys are, did you say you're going to leave the train? Yeah, we're leaving the train. We're going into the tunnel. Okay. When you leave the train, at least one of you is going to look back along the side of the train and you can see a little bit of what's going on. You can see that they're being pulled off the train and, and stood up. Does anybody feel the pressing need to go and help them at the moment? No, like I said before, like at this point, it's it's uh, it's a little bit every man for himself. If they're dumb enough to go to not hide from those guys and everything like that, then uh, look, yeah. I I I I think your previous advice stands that that this is just this is just not history. Real. Just stop looking, repeating itself. Yeah that they'll disappear at some point, hopefully before they hurt anyone, if people just keep their heads. We need to concentrate on finding Milton. Right. Yeah, 100%. I remain convinced that Milton is something to do with this. Wittingly or unwittingly, this has got something I, I, to do I with I 100% agree with you. this being, yeah. like he put together this train, that's gotta have something to do with this. What do you think, Johnny boy? Yeah, totally. Um... My, my, 
the one thought crossed my mind, which is probably not valid, but the fact that they came marching out of the woods from the direction that we have not checked yet. So mm. maybe there's a opening there that we could get in or out, or I don't know. It doesn't that make sense. That is an interesting point. Now, my only thing with the tunnel is some people walked off and they told us that the tunnel just ends. And we kind of just took their word for it. True. And they said that they got stopped pretty quick. So if some of us just sprint down there. And when, we, when we're getting along, can we uh Enzo and stuff still there? Oh, yes. Their bodies are still there. Okay, cool. Which I was wondering, too, then, did the soldiers walk right past them? Uh, yeah, they would have. But they didn't react. Hmm. Okay, so we're going to check the tunnel and then going to walk off towards the way that the soldiers came. Okay. Um, oh, you mean you're going to walk around to the side or into the tunnel? So we're going to walk into the, into the tunnel first? Okay, they didn't come from into the, in the tunnel. They right, right, the right. But we, we just want to walk into the, into the right, tunnel. The other people just said they hit a wall pretty quick, so we just want to make sure that they is accurate. All right. Um, a good place to hide as well. Karen, they are starting to separate people. They, uh, uh, they're sort of breaking them down into national groups. So the Germans are getting put together. And uh, uh, one of them grabs you and says, you know, you, can, uh, you, you need to help us interpret. Okay. And... Uh, what it amounts to is, you know, have you seen uh, a man by this description? It doesn't sound familiar at all. It does sound like they're talking about some prisoner that escaped. Um, why is your train here? What is it doing here? And so forth. Uh, but after about five minutes of this, and it seems rather intense, um, without knowing exactly what had happened, uh, they're not there anymore. And you're all sort of standing in little groups, just out of, almost just, just out of visual range from one another. And in each group, they're all sort of like confused, like what the hell just happened? Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot to this place that we don't know about. I suggest getting back on board and remaining calm and <coughs> let's await some certain developments. Where's uh, Gonzago, by the way? Uh, Gonzago is standing over near the train. You see him. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dr. Weiss? Uh, Dr. Weiss is also there. Uh, he is over near Lars. Mm -hmm. um, however, uh, Chantille is there, and she is like Varys Henry. Did he come out with us? Did he I, did. Did I speak? He did. They sort of put we the did. French people over to one side, and she's like, well, Henry was here, and she says, how did we get outside? Or oh, she's French. How did we get outside? I do not remember coming outside. Hmm. 
do not know where Henry is. I think we just better get on board. I, I think we had some kind of mass hypnosis thing happen. I don't know. She looks very concerned and she's looking around and she's looking at the other groups and you all uh, go back on side and she wants to go to her room and see if Henry is there. Mm -hmm. I will go, I will go with her and I okay. will uh, admonish everybody. Just stay together in the room. And I will go with Chantine, uh, Chantel to the, uh, to her room. Okay. Um, so you're heading there. Uh, all right, you guys are in the tunnel. Uh, indeed, the tunnel goes back about 50 feet, and there's just a brick wall. Okay. All right, let's go check the other woods. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll, uh, I'll tell you that you take maybe 10 or 15 minutes and it's the same as on the other side. You eventually see a soldier, and there's a yep. lot of soldiers, the same as the others, with faceless. There doesn't seem to be any way out. Okay. All right. Well, we haven't seen any sign of Milton or anything on the way? Nothing. All right, well, maybe we we'll go check to see that cliff. That's the other place we haven't looked yet. And then under the train, and then we start tearing everything apart. We got to find Milton. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you manage to, that will take you another half an hour. Uh, but you, in fact, walk to the edge of the cliff, and it's just like they said. It's a, it's a precipice dropping down into nothingness. All you can see is white down below. You don't know how deep it is or how far down it goes. And there doesn't seem to be anything ahead of you but fog. All right, and if I throw some gravel down there, I, ne I never hear it hit the bottom? You never hear it hit. Yeah, I don't think we're ever... I think, it, it, even though it doesn't feel like it, in some way we're dreaming. Right. Do you ever wake up a dream when you fall? Kind of lean over the edge. I kind of pull him back, and I sort of go... You know what? Let's not risk that. There is nothing about this that feels in any way like a dream, except that it's weird. <laughs> Let's go. I, I think we go back and we, we go with our first idea. We, we tear the rooms apart. Uh, but we need to, to find see if we can... the train. Yeah. All right. Well, where are you going to? You're going to go back onto the train and, as you say, tear it apart. Um, uh, Auntine and Karen, you end up in her room, and she goes into her room, she goes into his room. It's not there. Okay, so this is key to questions. Did I see Henri outside? In the beginning, yeah. When I saw it, him there, the, 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 these guys disappeared. I know the nature of their questions. Um, just as I was going around asking these questions and of course Shantina's has also told me that she has nothing. Did any of the other passengers say they didn't know why they were outside? Uh, no. They're all looking like that, right? Yeah, well no. They all remember the they all remember the black shirts. Except, except for, for her. Except for her. Ah, interesting. Okay. 
and she's also well perhaps we should just go and join the others uh sit quietly and see if Henri shows up again perhaps he just was outside wandering around and needs to come back okay so uh, uh karen you end up back in there with the others uh now you guys are going to go back onto the train you're closest to the front once again so do you go back in through the front where everybody is i think george wanted to check under the train okay so you're going to check under the train going back we'll say that takes all of 15 minutes um, nothing's under the train nothing's under the train just the tracks and the gravel and I'm giving. I'm studying uh, Chantal quite closely. So would that be a psych roll I'd do on her? I'm sure. I'm trying to look yeah. at see if she's sort yeah, of faking it or trying to hide something. Do a do a do a psych roll. Yeah. Oh. Uh, psychology. Psychology. Um, that begins with P, doesn't it? Uh, that's just a regular, I'm afraid. Okay. She seems genuinely confused and distressed that Henry's missing. What kind of jewelry is she wearing, if any? I don't know. Or rings. Okay. I just didn't know if there was anything. Yeah, there's nothing magical or cool. unusual. Yeah. Yeah, that's D and D detect magic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys have gotten back to the foregone. What do you do? I think we're just going to have to get on and, and, as I said, start tearing the place apart, see if we can find... That's that's not specific enough. What do you guys do? (laughs) I mean, I I need some specifics. I can't work with just... I'm I'm going to pull the big red ruby out of my pocket. Okay. um, Just check that it's still there. The heart-shaped one is still there. Yeah. <laughs> there it is, yes. Yeah, you don't have that. <laughs> Although that would have been a good prop to put into the game. I should have thought of it. <laughs> um, <I> was just, <laughs> I'm going to go to Milton's room. Costume jewelry I'm going to Milton's room and just going through all his stuff. Okay. Uh, good idea. All right, so we'll start with do a spot hidden. Okay. Uh, I got a 31, which is a, I will spend one luck to make it a hard. Okay. You're looking through Milton's stuff and you don't find much. You find, like you saw before, uh, his clothes there, uh, various things. Uh, But in the process of looking around, you realize that there is a little panel, a wooden panel on the wall that is loose. I I put my crowbar on it and get it open. Okay. Uh, It's actually a surprisingly large cubby. And there are three shirts that seem to be stuffed in there. I call George in and I say, any of these yours? Magic. So you pull them out? Yeah. Uh, two of them are George's and one of them is Riley's. Huh. 
Yeah. And uh, do a and he would have had a key to all the rooms. Do a spot hidden. Both of you. Right. I got I, a ninety, so I fail. I failed by eight. Spin the luck, bro. No, you don't need to. Um, just wanted to find out who got the worst roll. Um, uh, me, I got ninety. Yeah, he failed the first one though. Hey, 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 hey! He didn't ask who failed the last one. He said who failed this one the worst. George, yeah, but the first time it was my shit. George, as you are identifying the shirt, a piece of red chalk falls out of the pocket. Mother. Okay. Um. We need to check if any of the other rooms have got cubby holes as well. And check if any new chalk's been drawn. Oh, you're yeah. done looking in this room? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, I'm tearing I'm, 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 I'm tearing it apart. I'm tearing apart the mattress, like axe, like we're we're gutting everything. <laughs> as you're going through the rest of his stuff, you find a small notebook, spiral bound, modern. Mm-hmm. No man can stop me. I'm prepared. I've practiced the alco and calculated the angles precisely. How long I have waited. How long I have prepared. Ayah, ayah. The dark one shall find me worthy. His trust in me shall be justified. I alone am worthy of cr to craft the new vessel. I bring together pieces of blood and flesh and form them a new form shall be made. All my plans are coming to fruition. The board is set. The pawns are ready. I am their chess master. So little they know. I'm excited now that I am so close, but I must keep the secret. I must smile and smile as the lambs come to the slaughter. Money and fame are nothing compared to the power that is within my grasp. My knife stands poised at victory. Ea, ea, nafalatep. The skinless one, the crawling chaos, my lord, I will cut the pieces I need from their bodies and still they will not know. They will quake with fear and I laugh behind their backs in silence. I shall prepare the way for him. I shall look upon him and shall see, and he shall see me. I will forever be his greatest child, his son, the true son of an outer god, the simulacrian unbounded, reborn in flesh. I am becoming which was lost. I am becoming the simulacrium. It is done at last. No bloodline shall be hidden from me. Richmond certainly did not did his work in researching the blasphemer's family tree, just as my vision showed me. I have made a sure, sure a ticket is in his diligent hands, degenerate. degenerate hands, a curse on him and all his kin. They all suspect nothing. They think their fortune is random, chance but i am the master of their faith my knife is at their throats i will hear the, their death rattle i will feel their last breath i shall stare into their eyes as the light leaves them and i will whisper to them and say that i know i know who they are and that they have come from and where they have come from i will sing the song of revenge for their ancestors blasphemy i will laugh as i transform a lifeless head into the final component of the new shell. It is the sweet irony to think that their ancestor made it possible for my Lord to rule the world with me as his avatar. I feel lighter than air 
and an endless organ orgasm. And like the ancients, I taste the water of life itself. Come, my Lord, come, place me in the orbit around you. Let me sing sweetly for you forevermore. I long to swim in the fountains of chaos. The ancient scrolls are no more, but the bitch Keith has given me what I need. The six elements must be placed in the stone according to the types. The torso in the center as the center of the soul. The right hand next as the sign of action. Then the left to represent hidden secrets. The left and right legs next in order as mastery over the land and the sea. Indeed, the whole of the earth. And finally, the head, the seat of the mind, to be filled with the wisdom of the outer gods. My plans are made and ready. The lambs are here. Walters, Roti, Gonzaga, Griffin, Bonolos, and the descendant Rutherford. Ear, ear, I am so clever as his servant, and the ceremony is prepared. I have memorized the doll charts and calculated the angles. Let no one imagine that they can stop me. Let them stand dumbfounded and tremble at my ascension. Let them see the face of a God's mighty servant. Let them come to the place of power as witness. It shall be their hands that will bring him, bring me to him. The sacrifice made and accepted by the skinless one. Once free, I shall don the new simulacrum and reign over these mortals in his name forever. They will learn what true horror can be. Mm. Um, okay, so I, I hand this so I've I've read this out to to the to the guys in the room. Um so I said, Gary, you're not leaving our sight. He's after your head. He can't do anything he wants to do without Gonzago's body and your head unless he's drawn the head under someone else's compartment but he no, seems no, no. to he specifically wants, want yours yeah because at this point we don't know that um Henri has gone missing correct yeah i'm gonna tighten my grip on on that hammer um as far as I'm concerned now, that hammer is just part of my arm. Yeah, now well, I'm definitely making sure I've got all my... Uh, White knuckles. So what do you guys do? Can anyone think of any other place on the train where he could hide? I, I don't know. I wish I did, but I, I, I just don't. We, we, we checked everywhere. Well, you know... I was kind of thinking about that, and I thought, if he's created this place magically or whatever, mm. there's there's no reason why he can't just come and go as he pleases. Yeah, good point. Well, we maybe try and lay a trap from him. No, for look, him. I, I, my suggestion is, if he puts in an appearance, um, we put that spell. One of us tries doing the spell, and yep. um, I'll try putting this hammer in his in his head. Uh, now, I mean, what was that in the book about someone and a fellow who wants to do the same thing? 
Nithia, the the god. No, 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 not 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 him. The guy who tried to summon him the first time. I uh, was his Macat, Macat, Macriat, Macriat. What is he going to use that first spell that we saw in Keith's diary, the one that brings the spirit back and he embodies another? No, I think I think it sounds like he's he's not trying to get this simulacrum thing. He's 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 trying to rebuild it. He's making a yeah. new one. He's making a new one, which is why he's taking the body parts. Something I mentioned earlier, if we were trying to rebuild it, I guess that was right. Now, what if... Well, what I'm saying is if there's another guy who, who tried this and failed, and if we can somehow bring him back, maybe he would be upset that another person was trying and maybe disrupt both of them in the process if they do get out in a sense. So you mean Milton's working with someone is what you're trying to say? I'm not, I'm not suggesting he's working with anybody. I'm saying if we can somehow bring back the other guy. Oh, I don't want to, no, I definitely want to bring back the other guy. I don't know. I'm just thinking of what, I mean, what else are we supposed to do? Just sit around and wait for him to I think we go and do the, the recall spell on everyone else here to make sure everyone else is normal. Right, what if hey. they transformed into somebody else? That's I mean it's kind of weird that the that the, 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 the thing kind of sets out an order to do the things in. And 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 it says uh, that it it does the the body before the legs. But, um, yeah, and you Gonzago's but you already tested Gonzago. Yeah, and you did the spell on him. Or did I? I mean, I said. The well, word. this is the thing. Milton had that book. What if George? Hey, George, we heard a scream, right? And yeah. that's what made us run outside, right, and we found the bodies. Right, but it was a girl's scream. Yeah, but what if we disrupted him? A girl's scream. Yes, we heard we heard a girl screaming so, outside. So maybe like, I mean this 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 says that it, it that like I mean it, it but it says in the book that someone with the simulacrum can can make themselves look like someone else, but ah so what if someone thing but maybe maybe he can still do that i don't know i mean yeah, what if he can change his image and he's killing people taking their image to hide as the other members of and nails has become john carpenter's the thing we need to <laughs> all right you 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 bring that axe and that it's and, karen and that and that fucking crowbar uh, and we're going back into the um uh, we're going back to where the others are and uh, um, we, we're going to find out who the hell uh, Milton's pretending to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I agree. Well, Let's um, do it. Let's go. All right. So you guys are now marching back towards the others. And after just a couple of seconds, you uh, you come in. They're all sitting there. They're all looking antsy. Uh, Karen is sitting there with Antine. Uh, and uh, uh, Henri, her uh, boyfriend, is missing. Now, question, when they were put together, 
because they're both French, correct? And you said they all got put into like, mm-hmm. yeah. So she, okay, so she would have been put with it. So yeah, we we go come into the room. Um, Get ready with that fucking axe. Right, I'm I'm gonna walk um, straight up to Antine and um, hold out my my hands. Okay. And um, say the spell. Nothing happens. Bollocks. Um, I watch everyone else in the room to see if anyone reacts to him doing the spell. They they all look like you're crazy. All right, just do it to everybody. What are we waiting for? Okay, what you get from Dr. Weiss is like, what the hell? What are you doing? And Gonsalka is like, they did this to me earlier. <laughs> hang on. When, when we did the spell before... It's, it's an American Indian custom, apparently. <laughs> we're, we're, I'm surely when we did the spell before, we lost magic points for doing it, whether it worked or not. Mm-mm. We didn't. Oh, Nothing okay. happened if you... I'm just going to keep doing it. Yeah. I mean, if they think I'm crazy, then that just makes it easier for me. Okay. Um, takes you a couple of minutes, and you go all the way around the room, and uh, you come to Antonio Abella, who you've got locked up, mm-hmm. and nothing happens, and uh, didn't happen to anybody. So you also kind of wonder whether you got the spell right. How would you know? Yeah. Exactly. Is that case? But there's still no sign of um, Milton. Or Henry. Uh... I'm going to let you discuss amongst yourselves what you might do for a few moments, and I'll be right back. Okay. Is there more of the uh, the train on the other side of the uh, dining car? Uh, uh, <coughs> what happened with the um, the men in black shirts? They just vanished, didn't they? Well, I'm asking Karen because she was. We said, "What happened to the men that pulled you off the train?" They just disappeared. Okay, so you were right, George. Apparitions. Right. I'm going to... I don't know. Do you think that he needs to stick to the people that he's already chosen? That's what I'm saying. Should we go and check to see if he's moved the head because we rubbed it off. No, I don't. Because Henri's gone. I don't think. I'm not. So it's agreed then. We kill everyone. (laughs) As crazy as that sounds. And then what we do is we shoot everybody. We'll take turns shooting shooting everybody's head off and the last person uses the last bullet to shoot their head off. Right? I don't think we have to shoot anybody. We just have to go jump off the cliff. No, I'm... I'm (laughs) Now I'm going to have to go yeah. through and listen to all what you just said and <laughs> cut out what doesn't make any sense. I, no, I don't know. I was over there poking the fire. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> I, I, I think um, Riley's trying to get us separated from everybody so we can discuss things. 
Oh, that's fine. You're, uh, you've got your little side of the, the car. All right. So do you share the notebook stuff with Karen? Obviously not. Okay, no problem. How, how much of the train is there on the other side of the dining car? Sorry, my speaker's cut out there for a second. Um, uh, Karen asked if you share the uh, notebook with her. Are we still in the room with everyone? You're, you're all in the, in the dining car. How not? We're, se we're separated from them. We're sitting like we were before. Um, I'm, I'm still, if the other guys haven't voiced up anything, I'm, I'm not gonna, because I, I don't fully know if I trust Karen because of the way she's been too calm in certain situations, like she knows what's going on. So I'm sort of, like I said, I, the, the, the mindset Riley's kind of put himself into now is he's got to think about himself to a certain point. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, at the moment, if, if no one else is picking up to voice what we've encountered, he's not going to say My question is, is, do you think that he needs the specific things that he, he said? Well, he needs the parts, but it's, whether, it's who he needs them from. Well, you know, if he says he needs my head, then that means... I'm the only person he couldn't be. Right. Um, and uh, with that, I'm going to uh, stick my hands out in front of me like that and recite the spell at uh, Karen. Hmm. Just a second here. Let me see now. What do I think? Uh... Nothing. I don't do anything. I just look at you like, yeah. Yeah, nothing happens. Oh, that was, oh, I was so ready to whack her with that crowbar. <laughs> so I, was, I, I knew I if I just kept... I was looking to see if I had maniacal cackle on my sound machine. <laughs> uh, Riley, do an idea roll. I has good ideas, Riley. <laughs> I got a six. Yeah, did anybody try it on Gary? Um, I'll I'll do it. I'll give it a go. Yeah, that happens. Oh, mother. <laughs> no, 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 now, now. We'll assume at this point you've all tried it on each other yourself. <laughs> yeah, we all just do it. <laughs> now, uh, now, other, now. Other, than, other than Karen, she hasn't. It's a, quick, it's, a, it's a quick moment of light relief. Yeah, <laughs> no. It's just a, a, a mystical All circle journey. Mystery films on trains had a bit like that. It's perfect yeah. in genre. So. Now, so what do you want to do next? I think we need to go and check all the beds to see if any no, of those rules have changed. Prepared for a certain event. Mm. The event that Mister Milton shows himself, and we are powerless to stop him. I think that we need to put an end to a certain somebody's head. You mean you're saying you want to kill Gary? I don't want to kill Gary, but I'm saying if if worse comes to worse, I think we need to pre prepare to do it before Milton does and destroy what he's after. 
But I'm. It's what I'm saying is, does he have to use Gary's head? I don't think so. He He's just going to use someone else. He need. I don't know. He just what said he needs to go on. He wants to use Gary's head because of the lineage, but he'll just use another fucking head. We, I, your guess is as good well, as mine, but I'll, I, all I know is he specifically mentioned his head. Can, right. can we please? Uh, uh, wait, 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 wait. Karen's not heard this talking about this kind of stuff. It's kind of like you've mentioned a couple of things here that I seem to not have any input on, like an order of. Death. Might as well tell her, Riley. Yeah, you know, if you got something else, I might be able to help because I don't know if you know anything about the pagan world or magic. I'll or... Just give her, just give her the damn book, Riley. Thank you. I gave it to Gary. <laughs> well, somebody, whoever has the book, just give it. <laughs> I can't. The book is gone. No, I'm just. <laughs> oh Jesus! Just like everything else. <laughs> I'll just gone. Oh, yes, do have the book. You have the book. Um, so I well, I tell oh. Karen. I say we basically destroyed Milton's room, um, even though you didn't really want us to. And we found a secret compartment which had another one of my shirts and both of George's shirts. And in the pocket of one of George's shirts was the red chalk. We also found a notebook, which Gary now has. Um, it's a modern notebook and it's basic. Milton is the one who's put us here. He's trying to bring back the the outer god from um, Elizabeth's diary um, by recreating the simulacrian um, with all the body parts. Could I read the notebook? Gary? Gary? Is he frozen? Oh, uh, no, he's thinking. If you want to. Okay. It's kind, it's In that case, long. I'll spend the next couple of minutes reading through the notebook, probably okay. two or three times. Okay. So what are you guys here, are you going to do? So at this point, have we clocked that on reasonable Wait, 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 wait. What if... Yes. They've been prepared. So okay curse somehow what if we do the ritual of cleansing and that will stop their limbs or whatever their body from being targets that's if they've touched the body parts it cleanses right, them maybe they that. have in a well, that's way. why Mil that's why milton was sick in my opinion he was sick because he touched the parts right but what if they were prepared beforehand well i guess gary isn't sick i don't know well, no, they can't have been prepared beforehand because he's recreating them. He needs the body parts to make the... Well, right. the I'm just saying he's, he's prepared it because he already had the names listed out. He was planning this for a long time. Well, that's the, that's because those are the people he wanted to use. If, say, we don't let him get to Gary, I think he'll just use another person's head. And that's why, and then, as I said, I'd say, um, Henri is missing. Correct? We can't see him correct, here. Correct. If we go to his room and check under his bed, if there's a head drawn now, or if he's gone, he could just be using his head or his body because he couldn't get to Gonzaga. That's always a possibility. I mean, there is an implication here that uh, at least one person was thoroughly researched and there seems to be an ancestral link which seems was, to be was, was Gary which is a point of power definitely and certainly if 
the others were simply at random and he just picked them at random, he would have to change his plan or the person will have to change his plan. Um, and of course, you know, one of them was just the whole body. Was <laughs> Milton... That was Milton. Yes, was he just supposed to disappear? Uh, so that we feel it's him? Listen, I, I don't know. If, if so they can just go... No, no, no. Mil Milton was the whole body because he's becoming the no, whole body. He's becoming it. With all due respect, Riley, that's an assumption. I agree it could be so. I also agree it could be somebody setting up to be that way. Right. Well, the first thing I want to do is check so, Harry. I think, I think you were right, Riley. We need to go and check and see what else may have changed in terms of what those yeah. different bookmarks are made. So right. let's go and do that. Yeah. Funny, if they could just change everything and they can just pick any one of us, then we're all doomed already. How can we even... Well, that's right. However, at least one thing, if there was a lot of point made that a guy called Richmond or a person called Richmond, that could be a last name, could be male or female, researched this. So there is at least a second player involved here. Well, not a second player, but a second person involved here. John, do an idea roll. Seventy-five, sixty-five. Okay. Uh, can I lock it? How many would you have to pay? Ten. Mm, no. Final episode. <laughs> Push it. Your head explodes. Gonna, gonna die with all my luck points. Um. All right. <laughs> um. How many bodies so far? Yes, we've got. The first two. Mask and French. I mean, uh, Henry. <laughs> All right. I mean, John. John the murder hobo. Uh, you're asking the guy who's having a hard time keeping track of all the names. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Let me look at my notes. We got Mark Wilson is dead, the Australian. We got Lars Farber is dead, the German. We got Giuseppe Roti is dead. Lars isn't dead. <clears throat> Wasn't he found? Oh, he's right there. The, 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 the two guys were killed for their arms. Two guys were killed for their legs. And you know what? There is another body out there, isn't there? There's the Australian, yeah. The model. Oh, no, there is a lump which you saw and assumed was the Australian. I, you know what? I don't. It doesn't. How many? So how I many? If we're just doing a body count, let's count the bodies. Could he have used that torso? Yeah, hundred percent. Maybe once again, we're all just guessing. Or do they have to be killed in a specific way? That's the. Well, I don't know if they need to be killed in a specific way, and I also don't know if they have to be harvested in a specific way. It could be from what was in that diary, the placement. Maybe if he found out, it's the place about, where the stone might be more important. About the, the liver transplant, that would have meant that because he'd had a liver transplant, he couldn't use that body. 
Yeah, so you'd have to take someone else's body instead. Right. That's why we, we need to check and see if the chalk marks have changed. But now, it was, he said it was all researched. What well, if him getting these organ transplants? He doesn't know where the donors came from. Well, my, my thought, though, is that if it was all researched and this competition was the, the, the way he got people onto this train, that all of the competition winners are, are potential sacrifices. So it could be we me all, or George, yeah. Right. <clears throat> but we've all been chosen. As you are sitting there, um, everybody do a spot hidden roll. Oh, I got, I got a pass. I just, just standard. Uh, Gary, you got a six? 96. Oh, you got a 96. Yeah, my eye just went. Who, who got here? I fell out. Uh, I got, got a 50 out of 60. Who got the best roll? I got 43. Okay. Uh, well, we'll say uh, Karen and Riley both noticed this at the same time, but your teacup sitting on the table, this is not a teacup. <laughs> this is also not a teacup. But your teacup suddenly goes like this and starts skidding across, and you all notice that the train is vibrating. Excellent. Hang on, okay, okay, so we need, uh, we need to just go and check this to see if another chalk has been written under anyone's room. Feel free to go do that. There is a huge thunderclap. Ah, oh, Jesus. And you all, you all jump. Uh, you can all do sanity rolls because you're all such you're on, got such tension yeah. right now. Yeah, I failed. I failed. I pass. Okay, if you failed, take a couple of points of damage. If you if you pass, then just one. But this thunderclap uh, echoes all around you, and you feel the train shaking like uh, like an earthquake under your under the train, and you can hear the sound of rushing wind for at least 30 seconds. The sound stops, the ground stops shaking, but the air feels different. Is the fog still there? For the most part, yeah. Can we still, still see the trees? Did we just go off the cliff? No, still, everything is still the way it is when you look outside. But we can see a bit clearer through the fog. Little bit, okay. Hmm. Maybe it all looks the same, but um, we're the same. Where maybe maybe we're not the same. When perhaps? Well, it's also a case of whatever's holding us here might be. You know, when you when you cast magic, or so the theory goes, um, it's not a forever thing there is a time as it dissipates and you have to redo things. Everybody so, do a, uh, a listen roll. Okay. I can now pass Ooh. any of these rolls. Oh, eight. Now the 40. Oh, yes, that's, that's an extreme. Okay. I have made up for the use of, for the loss of my eye by developing an incredibly acute sense Mine's of hard, yeah. All right, you guys, anybody who actually passed, you definitely hear a noise from outside. It sounds almost like radio static. 
It's an odd sound. I go over to one of the windows, staying low, and try and peer out, see if I can kind of... Uh, Well, do a spot hidden. Um, I got a 56, which is just a normal pass. Okay. You notice that the light seems to be different towards the back of the train. Towards the tunnel. Towards the tunnel. It's almost as if there's some something back there that's glowing, but you can't see it because the... Shit. Um, so I, I said to the guy, I tell them there's a light coming. I'm going, guys, what if he's fucking doing the ritual now at the back and he's just used someone else's torso and someone else's head? I should point out that the body count is potentially six and or five. Four for sure and two... Okay, we need to stop talking. We need to go. Just letting you know. So you said there's there's light coming from the tunnel end. Yeah, yeah. And things are cracking open and falling down. What what's cracking open and falling? Well, down? Well, you know the 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 trembling, the thunder. There was, there was a vibration of some yeah. sort. And and a, and there was a change in the atmosphere outside. We could see mm-hmm. further. Correct. Right. Okay. So what are you all going to do? Yeah, let's stroll on I'm, back to the foreground. I'm loath to um, head towards the person who wants my head. I, mean, I think he's already got it. I'm just, just old-fashioned in that regard. And also, and also Gary has just suddenly turned into an English bloke. For no apparent reason. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I, I, I'm I gonna do, regret this. I'm going dramatics. <laughs> I was just practicing. Um, we're we're um, we're doing Mary Poppins next year. Lance, well, nice. I would suggest you get moving. Yeah, I'm I'm going. I'm I'm, I'm gonna regret this probably, but I'm getting sick of the sitting and talking. So I'm I'm heading well, I'm, down. Well, the... I'm I'm not staying here on my own. That's for damn sure. Right. That's what I'm saying. You should get moving. Let's go. Oh, Jesus Christ. What else am I supposed to do? I'm not doing what Karen said, though, doing a little wander down, like I'm sprinting full pelt. Okay. Right, Riley, he's so convinced that, that he didn't need to use the people. That you, which is, well, let's I, just go. Let's just get this over with. I'm, I'm sashaying. <laughs> because, so, frankly, I mean, if I'm going to die, I'm going to at least be fabulous when I do it. So <laughs> I'm going I'm to stop off at my cabin on the way and check under my bunk. Okay. Um, there's nothing under your bunk. Yeah, okay. Riley, you get there first. And no shit. <laughs> as you go through the foregone and you get to the back door and you look out mm. at the tunnel entrance, there is a circle and there are sparks flying. And despite the fact that this looks terrifying at the moment, all you can think of is that Oscar would be just beside himself. He'd be like, it's just like okay. in, uh, in Doctor, no, like Doctor uh, Doctor Strange. Strange. It's like, right, it's yeah. Like, it's, like, it's like a doorway in the air. And in fact, it looks kind of like a doorway in the air. Uh, the light, the glow is sort of coming from the edges. But looking into the tunnel, what you're seeing looks like the inside 
uh, well, it looks like maybe the tunnel continues, but it's like the tunnel is, it's different. The ground inside the tunnel looks like it's blocks of stone. And it's like a different building. Can I see Milton at all? No, you don't see anything. But Okay, uh, so I've, I've stopped in the inside. I'm looking through the window, correct? Right. And the others yeah. are coming up behind you. I'm just yelling back at them to, to hurry the fuck up. All right. Well, they've caught up with you. And I, um, I kind of point towards the window and I'm like, I told you I'm not talking crazy. Now, what uh, are we going to do? I'm just going to grab him by the shoulder, shove him to the side. I'm or already out of the way. Like, I'm, I'm like, you know. Step aside. You know what? I'm sick of this. If he's going to kill us all, he's going to do it. I'm tired of all this waiting. I'm going to step outside the train and start walking okay. towards the... Well, I, I, I'm, I'm going to go to the window and uh, hold up my phone and take a, a photo of it. Okay. Maybe I'm following George. Because I'm the only person who's legitimately behaving like a 21st century human being. Karen and John, yeah, I'm taking pictures of everything. Karen and John, what do you do? Are you following? Karen is certainly thinking about this stuff, and she's also thinking about making the pawns move. So, right, uh, sorry, George is quite right. He can kill us any which way he likes, but has he completed, or are we walking Gary, Mr. Rutherford, to his doom? What do you mean, walking me to my doom? I'm not I'm fucking just going in there. The question, sir. Just positing the question. All right. All right. All right. All right. Actually, George, George, and Riley have already left the train. Yeah, we've left the train. Yeah. Oh, they're already going. Gone. Well, George. Gone. Uh, is that well, Gary? What do you think? Are we pawns by walking in there, or are we pawns by staying put? John, while they're are they're talking about it, what are you doing, John? <laughs> I'm standing behind Gary. Okay. So, George and Riley, as you walk up to this thing, you can feel, feel a very slight breeze. It seems to be moving just slightly towards the, uh, the circle. And you can definitely see through the circle that it's different on the inside. It's not a tube. It's square. It's the inside of a building. Uh, you can't see it very well because it's dark. Uh, it seems to be made of blocks. Uh, it's in very bad repair. There seems to be something dirty and red all over the floor. Um, and you think that way off in the distance, not way off in the distance, you can see the flicker of, of light, like uh, firelight. Is the, is the light moving? No. You're just seeing it, its reflection on the walls. So it's coming okay. from somewhere, but it's, it's bouncing off of whatever's there. If I go to the side of this thing, can mm -hmm. I see past it? Like it does it? It's as flat as flat can be. Okay, cool. A, and it's just the tunnel on the other side that goes nowhere. I say to George, I say, what if, what if he's gone through there he's looking for something this is his way through in and out so he's gone to get something 
and he's going to come back through. What if we hide yeah, on either side of it and try and ambush him? What was your you say, George? Oscar's and the other guy's body, are they still by the tunnel? Yes. Oscar and Enzo. Okay. And so they're kind of in front of this portal thing. Do a spot hidden for me, George. Nope. 17 uh, off. Riley, you do a spot hidden for me. Okay. Um, can I spend five luck? Sure. Okay, I will spend five luck to pass. Uh, you notice that there's places where the gravel's been a little bit disturbed and that there's definitely drops of blood on the on the gravel and it's going into the... The going into in fact from even outside you can see that there's it continues inside it's faint and hard to see but it's definitely the blood trail okay george hear me out okay what if he's realized he can't get the body parts that he originally planned on so he's used other body parts right but he's, he's already succeeded no but then he's got the parts and he's going, he's opened up this portal into our time, whatever time it is, to do the ritual to create this into the, sim, the simulacrum, whatever it is. So, um, uh, Karen and uh, Gary and Jeff, you, I'm sorry, uh, John, uh, you're looking over towards them and you can see them looking at the ground and looking into it and. They seem to be looking at stuff. Aaron just looks at uh, Gary and it's your call, Mr. Ryan. I, I'm, I'm not going in there. I know I'm not a fucking trap when I see one. All right, I'm going to take some gravel and I'm going to throw it through the... Okay. It goes through just fine, as if you're just looking into a tunnel. You see the gravel lamp on the ground. Uh, Riley? Mm -hmm. If I'm not back in 10 minutes, I want to pull out the revolver. Yeah. I can only think of one thing that might stop this, if my theory's correct. Okay. Okay, are, are you are you with me? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, if I'm if I'm not back, go blast Mr. Rutherford's head out. I'll give you five. And I take the gun. And I'm gonna step and I'm gonna step through the step through the portal. Wait, have you given me the bullets? Yes, I'm saying okay, because it wasn't loaded when I kept it. <laughs> okay, George. As you step through the circle, there's there's a slight tingling like static electricity. Um, you take a few steps forward and you realize that the red sort of mass on the ground looks like an old oriental rug. It's filthy. It's covered in dust and dirt. Um, you take another couple of steps forward and the air definitely has the smell of not decay, but like, uh, like a, um, an avatar, a, a, a meat market like there's fresh meat. Um, <coughs> you come up, and as you're going, you can hear 
someone talking up ahead. It doesn't sound like they're talking. It sounds like they're calling out loud. And at first you can't tell what they're saying because sound echoes, which is very strange to you because back there, nothing, nothing echoed. Yeah. And here it's like you're in a big room. And finally you come to a place where the, the corridor, which is a large corridor, opens into a large area. And of course, I know you don't just walk in there, mm -hmm. but you come up to the wall and you peek your head around. And what you see is a man who you assume is probably John Milton. He's completely naked. He's facing away from you. He's standing on a, a stone dais and his arms are like this. And on the ground around him is, uh, it looks like blood. And you can see that he has blood on himself. So from somewhere he's bleeding. And in front of him, there's a huge pillar rising up uh, into the, what looks like a big dome. And there are little niches on the, on the stone. And you see, two arms, two legs, a torso, and the head of uh, Mark Wilson. And he's saying, uh, oh, my Lord, come to me. I am, I am ready to receive your power. All right, I'm going to just step out. There's not enough time to do anything. I just face him, and I'm going to say that that spell... Uh, Yari Alma? Yeah. Okay. You say the spell, and he stops for a moment, and he goes, Ah! And then he turns towards you, and he goes, <laughs> That doesn't work. That's only on uh, children of the skin. And he turns back towards the thing, and he says, Now, Lord, now is the time. Come to me. Fulfill my wish. Uh, I'm... How close am I to him or the body parts are? About 30 feet. All right. I'm going to go just try to, I'm going to take the ax and I'm just going to split that head right down the middle. Not his head, the one in the little position. All right. So you're going to run up to him and hit him. Not like, him. I want to kill the ritual part, the head. Oh, you would have to go past him. Oh, past, well, I'm going to attack. Yeah, I'm going to just try to brain him, I guess. <laughs> All right. So you're going to do nothing. <laughs> so you're what, aiming for the back of his head? I'm just trying to knock him back. I'm just trying to just hit him. Just head, neck, kind of torso area, just kind of down that center line. With the axe. With the axe. The sharp end of the axe. Yes. Okay. Do a do a fight roll. Or a brawl. Oh, is it a brawl or is it a fight? It's a brawl. Tom, I just sent you a message. Uh, nope, I failed. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, all right, we'll come back to that in a moment. Uh, Riley. Uh, He's gone for a couple of minutes, as you said, and you start following him. Yeah. Okay. And you, you're going to more or less experience the same thing. 
Uh, Karen, Gary, and Jeff, what do you guys do? I'm sorry, Jeff, it says Jeff. I keep forgetting that you're uh, you're oh, Jeff. Yeah. I didn't tell you to do that. That's okay, that's okay. Uh, I'm gonna be upfront. I was losing a ton of audio. I'm I'm barely keeping up with what you're saying, so I'm trying to hang in there. But okay, sorry. I'm absolutely not going in there. It's 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 clearly a trap to um, to harvest my head, which I would prefer to keep on my shoulders. I am staying on the train. Okay. Karen will kind of look at Gary thoughtfully for a moment or two and then at John and say, okay, I, I, I see what's going on. George went in a little bit later. Uh, Riley went in. Um, obviously, something's going on. And the best she can guess is that they went in cautiously and something's going on so she is actually going to sort of like look at gary pretty much kind of yeah you might want to get some balls and then i'm heading into the into i'm going to follow riley gonna probably follow. about 15 okay. 20 feet behind him so riley you get to the point where uh where george was basically my plan was to come up behind him stealthily Okay. Like, so to so surprise, so I've got the gun loaded, ready to go, kind of like being real quiet. So you caught up to him just at the moment he decided to lunge forward with his axe and try okay. to hit uh, 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 his name has gone completely out of John, John, John Milton. John Milton. Um, uh, and George, what happens to you is as you run forward, there's, like I say, he's like on a couple of steps of dais and your foot <coughs> on that and you bring the ax down too soon and it just hits right next to where he's standing. And he looks back at you and he says, you're a fool. Uh, but uh, Riley, you can see all this. So he's turned towards, uh, towards George. And, uh, Am I still in in the dock? Yeah, yeah, you're right there at the thing. Okay, so I can I see where he's laid out all the body parts, and so I've yes, it's on the other side of him. Okay, so I've clocked that obviously that there there. Um, how far like shooting distance? How far would I Three. be from a him, and then the body parts? 40 feet from the body parts, 30 feet from him. Okay. And um, he doesn't notice you. And he's put, he's raised up one foot and he's put it on George. And George, he's kicked you off the dais. And then he's turned back towards these things and he begins praying his blasphemous prayers. It's time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start moving forward. Okay. And I'm just starting firing while I'm saying the second cleansing spell. Not the not the recalling spell, the clean the one that um not the one that the fake one that brought the, the guy back, the other one. So you're trying to fire the gun and read a spell 
that you've got. Because right, we, I'm, I'm kind of assuming this is because uh, as an actor, I can memorize lines really quickly. It's so a I can foreign language. It's a foreign I language and a whole page of it. So I can do my acting role to see if I memorized it because I'm that good. All right. All right. You can do that. Yep. But penalty dice. Yeah, no, totally. I can appreciate that. Um, okay. So the first one is a 58, which is a pass. Okay. Um, and then I'll just re-roll. It's going to take you five minutes to read the whole spell. Okay. So I, I passed with a, um, a 58 because well my next roll was better it was a 27 so you're calling out what you can remember of the spell and you think you've got it pretty accurate and you said and you're I'm, firing your gun i'm aiming for him and the body parts on the back okay. wall just right. like yeah um go ahead and do a firearms roll okay okay my firearm is 20 and i rolled I rolled a 21. So I am going to spend the one luck. Can you spend luck on, uh, on, on combat? Not on combat. On combat. Because he's doing about three things at the same time. Speaking, shooting. It's okay. Just All right. Don't spend it? Or... No, you, okay. can, you can spend it. Okay. Um, you, you fire. You manage to hit him right in the shoulder. Okay. And, and he goes like this. Oh, also, I forgot to say, when he turns around to face you, you can mm. see that he has slash marks on his hand. Like jigsaw? Fact, no, just, just slash marks, and he's bleeding, and he's got a knife in his hand, a small dagger of some sort. Um, you hit him in the shoulder, and he's like, fools! You're fools! Both of you! Um, uh, uh, George, what do you do? You're on the ground right next to him. Do I have my axe? Yeah, you fell down, so you have to get back up again. But yeah, you've got your axe in your hand. Well, I'm not gonna. Um, I'm not gonna go for him. I don't. He just got shot. And he doesn't care. So I'm just gonna go and start hacking, trying to hack the limbs off of the. Uh, okay. The well, they're they're in a niche. Um, uh, as soon as you begin to move in that direction, he does this with his hand towards you. And you suddenly feel incredibly disoriented. Like you're, like you're, you're extremely drunk all of a sudden. All right, I'm still so trying to now on your hands and knees, sort of stumbling, but you're not you're not getting anywhere. Uh, Karen, about this time, you come around the corner and you see what's going on. Riley, what do you uh, what do you do? Okay, so I'm and you only fired him, once. Yeah, I've seen him him shot and just not take anything while I'm still saying. Oh, the, he took something. He's definitely bleeding and slumped from where you hit him. Okay, um, I'm just like, yeah, same thing. I'm just going to keep saying the thing and keep firing. Okay, uh, go ahead and uh, do a firearms roll again. Firearm roll. Nah, it's a 66. It's a fail. Okay. Um, you see him, uh, 
doing this to George. Uh, Karen, you also see him doing this to George. Uh, George, you can't really do anything at this point. You're feeling extremely nauseous. Uh, Karen, what would you like to try? Uh, what's and my approximate distance from 30 the guy? feet. You're about 30 feet away from him. 30 feet away. And is he looking at George with his hand out, continuing the incantation? Uh, he looks at George. He's held his hand out like this. Uh, but his attention is going back to praying. He can't raise his arm up, though, now. So, mm -hmm. um, Gary, am I assuming that you're, that you're still there with John? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know. I'm, I'm torn uh, between uh, the need for self-preservation and um, they're just people I met on a train. I can't. Okay. Makes I'm sense. I'm risk my life for them. That guy's um, going to cut my head off if I go in there. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, George, your turn. John, how, how about you? How's that? I'm going to ask Gary, what if that's our only way out? Well, I've got a hammer. I've got a crowbar. It's dark out. We're both wearing sunglasses. You, you, you want to do it? I mean, we could, um, you know, we could do the whole Butch and Sundance shit and just fucking go for it. Blaze of glory. Well, I mean, what's, what's the other option? I mean, like, we sit on a train in the middle of fucking nowhere and starve to death. Right. So you guys are going to run in their gung-ho? Okay. Yeah. All right. So you guys are now running in their gung-ho. We're sashaying briskly. You're sashaying briskly. <laughs> yeah. All right, George. Uh, you're feeling sick, but your, your head is beginning to clear. And you can see that he's, he's got his hand pointed towards you. Uh, like like he can do worse to you. But otherwise, he's completely vulnerable. He's now looking back up at the the pillar. Well, how can I reach up and grab him? Like how how up is he? He's just a couple of feet from you. Yeah, probably. All right, I'm just going to try to basically grab his legs and try to to brawl him, brawl okay. him down. Brawl. I shall even give you a, uh, uh, I mean, a, 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 a bonus dice because you're literally right next to him. And right right, now I got you... an 11 with the bonus dice. It went from a 71 Ooh. to an 11, which is going to be a hard success. <laughs> okay, so you ram into his hip and his legs and you knock him off balance. And he falls to the ground sideways with your kind of on top of him grabbing him. And he lands right on this shoulder, which is where he gets, got shot. And he screams out, ah! ah. Right, I'm just going to try to move my hands to his throat. Okay. 
Um, so you kind of roll him onto his back and you, you put your hands on his throat. But Riley, what do you want to do? You're right there. Um, if I see him go down, I'm running up while I'm still chanting and execution style. In the head? Oh, yeah. Um, John Milton, not George. Just right. to clarify that. <laughs> Riley, um, I would like you to do a spot hidden roll. 18 18 you come over to you you come over to where he is pinned to the ground you put your your gun right against his head and as your finger is about halfway pulled this all is a split second Mm. he looks up into your face and he says thank you and his head splatters on the ground And as soon as that happens, everything starts to shake. The whole building, dirt and dust starts to waft down from the building. There's there's parts of this building that look like they're collapsed. Um, The whole thing starts to shake. And Karen, you're seeing this. And about this time, Gary and John come running in. Ah! Ah! And you guys see that Milton is dead. Um, Oh, and the body parts, the pieces of the simulacrum, suddenly begin to glow. And as they do, they actually lift out from the, the niches where they are. And they begin to float in the air over the circle, over Milton's body. What do you guys do? You released him, you moron. And I'm just going to try to get the... Swap body parts out of the air. I don't know what to do at this point. <coughs> okay. Um, George, do a, um, a SWAT roll. <laughs> do a, a... Just like every, pretty much every roll I've made today. Nope. Okay. But as you're looking, the body parts are sinews. Uh, sinews and veins and stuff are melding the tooth, the pieces all together. They're beginning to form themselves into a single body. Uh, do a sanity roll. I think. Well, well, I passed yeah, all that. Of, all of, yeah. I passed that. I'm, for what well, that's worth. Uh, I failed four. I've got to pass there. Well, if you passed it, 1d4. And if you failed it, 1d8. Oh, okay. <sighs> four. Three. I lost four. Ooh. I'm, um, that, that means I'm now one point of sanity away from uh, 20%. Okay. John? Four? Four. Karen? Three. Okay. Um, so you're seeing this thing form, and as it is, the light around it, is getting brighter. It's it's like a red light that's shining out of it. What do you guys do? All right. Well, um, I'm still back on the line. How one. high up is it from the step? Uh, its its feet are floating about four feet above the ground. Mm-hmm. Karen is going to draw both knives. She's going to run like the clappers at this thing that's floating in the air while it's still forming. 
and she is just going to slash at anything that's trying to connect. Okay. I leap up there, so I have jump and I have a lot of speed. I'm still chanting, by the way. Okay, your chanting doesn't seem to be doing anything. Oh, damn it. Um, go ahead, George. All of this is just insane. There's, what can we do? I'm just going to, as a swarm, I'm just going to stand up in the middle of it. <laughs> so you're going to stand up with it, with it kind of over your shoulders? Well, where it's forming. I'm trying to just disrupt it with what we have left, which is, at the moment, me. If, I, if, my, if the axe is discarded, otherwise I would stick the axe there, but I don't think I have that with me anymore. So, Well, I mean, it's only four feet off the ground. You can grab grab body parts. If oh, you want. I'll do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Karen is, is running right on the ground? What's that? The axe is just on the ground, right? Uh, yeah. Oh. And, uh, and John Milton's uh, body seems to be crumbling on the ground. Uh, Gary, what are you doing? Um, I don't know. I don't know what to do. You're standing there dumbfounded? Yeah, I've, I mean, I've just lost four sanity, so I'm just like gobsmacked by the whole experience. Okay, and John? Can I first look, since I just kind of like just ran into this and this is right. all happening. I'm trying to get my bearings. Is there any exits or entrances? Yes. And it looks like it's night outside. And just from the general look of the place, uh, you're pretty sure that it's a mosque. Okay. I'm going to make note of the exit, and then I'm going to start charging towards the body that the other guys are fighting. Okay. Karen. Uh, you run up to the body and you're going to slash at it with your knife. So uh, do a fight roll. Okie dokie. Oh, well, I think I've just done a Gary. I have a wonderful 25 in fighting brawl and I got 11, which I think is a hard. Get that as a hard success. All right. Uh, you managed to uh, slash at it. You said where it's forming. And you're, you're cutting through sinews as you do that, but it continues to try to, try to form together. Uh, it, George. Did I slow it down is the main thing. Maybe, yeah. I'm just um, good, yeah. I'm grabbing a limb and I'm just trying to pull it away I, from its... George, do a strength roll. 15, that is an... Is that... Oh, it's three shy of an extreme. Dang it. Okay. You want to spend luck? Yes, I do. <laughs> three to make it an extreme. Success. Uh, you begin to pull it, and there's definitely a strong force trying to keep it attached, but it's beginning to pull away. It's like fighting against a magnet, but you're winning. You're pulling it away. Uh, Riley, what do you do? Um. Well... Similar to Gary, I, I lost three things and I'm only one shy away from going temp insane. Okay. Um, so I kind of, I've just shot this guy in the head. He's, this, this body's come to life. I'm a little bit panicked at first and it takes me a while to kind of, to jump into action. But once I see George struggling with pulling this thing away, I, um, 
I j- grab the same limb as him and start pulling on it as well. So, so you're going to help him with that limb? With the same limb, yeah. All right. All right, so it pulls away even better uh, right. now, that, now that you're both pulling on it. Um, uh, Gary, you're still standing there. Uh, John, uh, you've run towards it. Go ahead, John. Uh, you, what are you going to do? Grab it and do what they're doing or what? Yeah, seeing as how they're, they're not attacking, I will drop the crowbar just as I approach, and I'll try to grab the other leg and try to opposite pull. All right, do a, do a, a spot hidden for me. I mean, sorry, no, no, no. A strength for me. Strength. <laughs> yeah. You're going to watch it very closely to push oh, it down. That is an 03. 03. Ooh. All right, Tough you man. grab a hold of the leg, and you start pulling it. And in fact, you are pulling it away from the torso. Um. There's kind of a buildup of red light around it, and you all start to feel a kind of uh, uh, electrical. It seems like almost like you're being uh, shocked a little bit. And there's a moment of thunder, and the body parts fall apart. The torso falls to the ground. The limbs fall with the head. The head rolls off. The legs come apart, and everything goes dead silent. All right. Okay, I lost I about half my start insanity, so I'm just going to take the axe and I'm just yeah. mutilating stuff at this point. Is yeah. all the body parts purple or are they are they normal colored? They're just flesh. And, then, and okay. I'm just hitting stuff. I'm like, get them apart! Get them apart! And just... Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've yeah. lost four, uh, barely. I'm indefinitely insane. I'm just... Um, I'm 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 going to react to this uh, gore by um, uh, run, running to the window and um, assuming there is a, a window and not just a hole in the wall. There's I'll just the there's no windows. There's just holes. In okay, the if there's just a hole in the wall, I'll just stick my head out of the out of the uh, the hole and just take a deep breath. And it's fresh air. I'll try and gain my composure. And while I'm doing that, I'll I'll just sort of look out. When you look out, it seems like you're in like the back alley in some town or city. Okay. You don't know where. Karen I was I actually. I care at the moment. I'm just. I just don't want to look at all the gore. And as you are are standing there. You suddenly hear a noise from outside the building. It's off in the distance, but most of you recognize just from knowing things on television, it sounds like the Muslim call to prayer. Where the hell are we? All right, well, Karen had been screaming at the top of her voice, Vanadis Valkyrie, and she's grabbed the head and she's looking back towards where the train was. Mm-hmm. Is that? Was it George hacking the head with the axe? Yeah, no, I think hacking he was. the body parts. So no, he was hacking the head. I'm hacking whatever is closest to me. If that's the head. <laughs> yeah. It's the head. Which, if it's a leg. Which, it's a leg. Which was the leg that he? Well, was the the doing. answer is yes. The door is still open. The the gate is still open. Right. So she's got a knife in one hand and a head in the other one. Ram that in there. Um, she's 
looking out the out the doors to the outside world where she's heard this stuff, and then she's looking at the train, and she can't decide which way she's going to bolt. With the head? Yep. I'm separating the parts completely. That's her thinking. Okay. Um, well, let me ask you guys a couple of questions, because we are at the end. But Riley's crying, by the way. He's just exhausted and, and emotional. I'm hyperventilating. After you get regain your composure in 10 minutes or so, what about all the other people on the train? Yeah, I'm heading that way. I'm going to discard the airhead in the pocket dimension before I get to the train. Uh, you all begin to realize that you are in some city somewhere. Where did the journal say that dark mosque was? Constantinople. Mm -hmm. It very well could be Constantinople outside. I check my phone. Am I getting a signal when everything is it? Yes, you are. Oh, goody. Um, uh, so I'm obviously location devices. It's showing, to it's showing that it's about six o'clock in the morning. Does it Thank tell you. me where we're using my location marker? Yes, Constantinople. Okay. I show this to, to George and, and John and Gary, who are the only ones left. Because she's gone into the, the portal. How, how the hell are we in Istanbul? I don't know, but... Is that the craziest thing that you've seen in the last couple of... I, I cannot believe you. All Magic. Right. <laughs> Magic is the answer. That's I how guess my last, my last question would be, uh, you realize you're in Constantinople. You realize mm -hmm. that it's modern time. You're, you're, you haven't lost any time. Uh, maybe a few hours because it seems early in the morning and your clock's originally. <gasps> just time. realized that my passport's on the train. Yeah, and I've been asking the passengers to, we found a way out and just. Okay, yeah, out. we'll assume that you all get out. Yeah. Um, the neighborhood that you are in is not a very good one. However, this is a modern city. Um, what do you do with all the bodies and the mess and everything? I mean, do you do anything or do you all just leave? Well, I'm just leaving with the gun and my, and, you know, all right. and George and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw the, the hammer back through the I'm throwing portal. the axe through the portal and I'm just, I'm walking out. I think I might want to go back through the portal and get my, uh, at the very least, my passport. Okay. And I think I'll change my clothes or at least take off some stuff and throw something over it. Okay. I'm pretty sure we're blood spattered. Well, shortly after you've done that, after you've gotten all your stuff and you've gotten back into the mosque uh, and all of the people have gotten out, there's a flickering and the doorway collapses and it's gone. Mm -hmm. um, since you're not going to stay around, the police have a complete mystery as to what the hell happened here. Um, but that's more or less the end of our story. So, um, explanation. John Milton, uh, had always been fascinated by the occult. And through the years, he had also developed a fascination with trains. Uh, he had discovered that there are certain 
things about the Orient Express that seemed magical. And as he did his research, he ran across Dr. Elizabeth's book. Now, Dr. Elizabeth's book back in the 1920s was ultimately put into the Arcane Society. But in 1928, the Arcane Society split. Part of it became Delta Green, and the other half just sort of became a club where people get together and look at slides and what they think are ghosts and stuff. And the book was not transferred. Nobody thought that it was that important. Eventually it got sold, and eventually he found it just by chance at an auction. And he started to do further research. And as he did, he was assisted in some ways by Nyarlathotep um, to figure out how to do all of this. Uh, but like a lot of these wizards, he wasn't really brilliant. His original idea was once they were on the train, uh, all, the, all the sickness was just feigned. Uh, he was going back to his cell and he was trying to do the ritual of cleansing that's incorrect. His intention was to call forth the spirit of Mehmet Makriyat and consume his soul so that he could gain all of the knowledge that Makriyat had. But Makriyat's soul doesn't exist anymore. It was destroyed by Nyarlathotep. And because of that, it accidentally ripped the p a big chunk of the train with all of you on it and placed it in the other place, which is what they call it in the game, the other place. And Milton, in his hubris, believed that this was a sign from Nyarlathotep that, oh, well, you've put me in a place where I can collect all my body parts at leisure because they can't get out, and I'm the only one who can open a portal to get out. So then he just bided his time and started picking the people off that he could. And there was no particular order. He had an order that he wanted to do it in, and he really mm. wanted Rutherford's head, but he also had to be innovative. Mm. And so he saw his opportunities and he took them. Uh, once he had all the parts, he opened up the gate and then he needed you to kill him. That would be what transferred his body into the simulacrum. And the instructions say that if they grab the body parts and start to pull them apart, they actually can succeed in stopping the transformation, in which case it all just reverts to body parts and falls to pieces. And, yes. But I was kind of hoping <laughs> that he would completely reform. He would have fought with you a bit. He did have magic. He could melt your flesh on your face and cause your mouth to disappear. Um, ah, right. Which is what he did to keep them from screaming as he uh, murdered them. Um, uh, he would have fought with you, but if he'd have been injured at all by you, he would have just run out. Ah. And he had what he had, he needed. He was the same yeah. uh, as soon as he was, he was completely, he could control it completely. <laughs> he would have been nearly invincible and he could appear as anybody that he wanted to. Right. So whatever nefarious things he had gotten up to, Just which might have led to future episodes where we tried to figure out. But when Riley went up and was like, oh, I want to shoot him in the head, I was just thinking in the back of my mind, I'm like, no, I was just going to sit there. I was just going to choke him out. and He would just be unconscious, but then he just... But he wanted you to kill so him. So how did Henri Guillemet disappear 
because I'm assuming one of the body parts was his. Right. One of the, the things that one of the things that he could also do was uh, confuse people and uh, mesmerize them. So he saw his opportunity when the when Antine and uh, Henry were over there. He saw what was going on, and he simply mesmerized Henry to come with him, and Antine to forget what she saw. Right. And he could have done that with one of you, except that you were, you stuck together too well. I, I, I almost, I was really trying to make you think that, uh, that, uh, uh, that Karen, no, that Gustavo, that the Gonzaga was the fat Frenchman. Oh, okay. kept pointing out that he was fat and that he was French and, and, I thought that it would be. I never that never even registered. Yeah. Was, he, was he French? No, no, he was he was Italian. Italian. He could fake that if he wanted to. No, I just figured he was one of the targets. You know, that's. I was more suspicious of Karen. Yeah. And of course, in the other place, time and space don't really matter. And Milton uh, had actually had, could actually control things there, so he made it to where. Uh, some of those things were natural. Some of the things just happened. Rupert showing up, he, he had no control over that. Um, but he could post guards. And uh, he also got, uh, what's his name, Mark Wilson. Uh, that was just convenient. Because uh, he was hiding out there beyond what you guys could see, just waiting, biding his time. Um, what else? He also, what about the girl with no face, the crying girl? It's just part of the... Uh, this that other place it's weird right. stuff that happens the blood that, from was that. that the same with the black shirts was that just convenient for him that was just part of history that it happened at some point and that was uh henry uh peters who rescued the the, the girl and her mother from the fire and mm -hmm. was severely burned and, and all of that and it was it wasn't really a person but it was milton's power that reached into the dreamland train and ripped it out of when he cast a spell incorrect. Well, he didn't cast it incorrectly. He just, there was nothing to latch onto and it ended up tearing the train out of time and space. So it, and the charred corpse that me and George found just the charred corpse. Ah, uh, uh, okay. And the it's arm, just more of the weird, weird stuff. Just more of the weird stuff, bits and pieces of history that seem to have. Was that was that actually Fenelik's body in some way? Because no. I, I thought in the in the oh, didn't he didn't he hide or for a time in in the trunks? Well, he slept in a trunk in the yeah. in the foregone. Yeah, actually, you guys made that connection, and I just let you go with it because it was fun. Oh. <laughs> um, you guys did. You guys did a lot of making stuff up that I just went with because it it made sense. Why did why did Milton steal the shirts? Kind of as a distraction, he wanted to uh, he wanted to murder these people when he had the shirts on, and that would have been his complete intention. Except that uh, he kind of started to feel like the jig was up because mm. you guys kept talking about stuff, and he's like, you know, I better just disappear. Um, so he never had reason to use another shirt. And was he actually, was he leaving and disappearing? Like, were we just not looking in the right places at the right time? Or was he just not there? We would have never found him. He was sneaking around. And uh, yeah, you just never noticed him there. 
However, okay. he, he also, uh, go ahead. Sorry, one of the main questions got asked. I passed the luck roll and it was my shirt. That was, was someone it? just messing with us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, and I actually didn't think that was going to happen. And then when you guys were like worried about it, I was like, oh, that's really good. <laughs> also, Milton wanted you to find these things. Yeah. And was that because right. he wanted you to kill him. Mm. Right. Was that fake vomit on his shirt? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe oh, okay. he, I, maybe, I don't know. Maybe he forced himself to throw up. But Yeah, I just didn't know if he'd, like, he'd mesmerized me to, into seeing it. That I was unprepared for, for you to uh, latch on to that. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, he can, he can stick his finger down his throat and make himself yeah. throw up. So, that's it. Dang. Well, that was cool. Now, now I'm regretting. Oh, shit. We could have had more adventures if we'd failed. It's been a long journey. Long journey on the Orient Express. 92 episodes. <laughs> well, yeah, this, this campaign has taken us nearly three years to complete, and it's been amazing. Episode one was played on January 8th, 2016. And since then, we've had 92 episodes. That's 184 hours of game time. Wow. Unless we went over a few times, so I can't remember. Uh, let's see. Our players for this campaign, if we include everyone along the railroad, we have Jeff Wilkins, Mick Swan, Wayne Worthy, Thomas McKeon, Simon Ward, Richard Hawkins, Riley Queeton, Jim Seals, Morgan Llewellyn, Raymond Offord, and Sainfoot, and myself, as the Keeper of the Secrets. I want to thank and praise all of those involved in creating and producing this amazing campaign and who have given me some wisdom along the way. I was able to chat with a few people uh, who created the game. Uh, we're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in our description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows, and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and a call for the role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good game.